Check one, two. Go! Curious about real estate? Yes! Then you've come to the right place. Get the knowledge you need, get over the fear, and get started. Hello, everybody. Michael Quirrell, and this is Daily Deal number 11. I wanted to talk a little bit about Daily Deal number 11 and kind of go through what's happening on this call. This call is with Orion and with Gabriel, and we're renegotiating um, a transaction we had on cash purchase. Prior to us putting a house under contract, we actually run the numbers through seven different data sets. So we do that to feel comfortable in what we believe the property is worth. So we're getting seven independent opinions. Then we take it, and, we, and when we have it under contract, so you know we, we believe what it's worth based upon these seven data sets. And then we hire a local realtor or agent or broker to give us a BPO. So they go out and do their stuff and give us, get us a BPO to support what we think. And so we did that on this property. And our BPO came in at 169. We thought it would be somewhere around that ourselves, uh, maybe 179. And so we were fine with it. So the next step we take always, always, is we hire a professional appraisal to give us an opinion of value and a full bore appraisal. And the reason we do that is sometimes we're going to uh, capitalize the purchase with um, outsource money. And we want everybody to feel comfortable and confident that, that we have a property that's in fact valued at what we, everybody thinks it's valued at. And even if I was paying cash, I'd still want to know. And so we get this third party. Now, so we've gone through our seven data sets. We've gone through our BPO agent. We get this third party appraiser to go out and we view, you know, appraisers are appraisers. And so we assume that they all have the same qualifications. This appraisal came back in. Now keep in mind, we're buying the property at 115. We think it's worth 169 or, or greater. And he comes back in at a value of 109. Well, originally it was a cash purchase and we believe his appraisal's wrong. In looking at his appraisal, and keep in mind appraisals are opinions only. And I, you know, looking at his appraisal, and I've looked at a lot of appraisals. In fact, I think I could go do one. I'm not an appraiser, but I have enough experience and understand about property valuation that I'm equally as qualified probably as, as, as a licensed appraiser. So I'm looking at his, his appraisal and I can, I can tell he's doing it not necessarily wrong, but he's over characterizing things. He's, um, he's, he has too many subtractions on his comps. Is when I look at his comps and the subject property, I'm not seeing some of the subtractions. And if you understand how appraisals work, they subtract, if, if a house sold for 300,000 and it has $50,000 better work to it or, or, or whatever it is, they're gonna subtract 50,000 from that value to pull it down to get it closer to yours. That's how they do it. It's a plus and minus system on appraisals. Well, he's minusing too much. And, and I just don't, I don't believe it because first of all, we ran it through our seven data sets, which are pretty good. We did our BPO, which is an active agent on the, in the marketplace and who hasn't um, shown us any over aggressive nature. So she's not ex too excited, which is, which is telling us that she's not going to overvalue. So we're just not believing it. So here's a call where we're having to call back the seller because it was a cash transaction. And quite frankly, the board 
is not going to allow for a cash transaction on an undervalued property. We're just not going to do it. So we had it under contract for 115, it appraised at 109. We don't think the 109's good, but we still can't do this as a cash transaction. It just, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, we have to have a check and balance system. But as you listen to this call, listen to for, for a couple things. Again, it starts off at the Ryan stage and then it goes in the Gabriel stage. Listen for the embedded commands, which are really, really kind of hidden. Listen for the pacing. Listen for all the things. And then at the, end of, at the end of the day, listen for the surprise the seller has for us. So the seller has a surprise for us because we're wanting to buy this house subject to the existing loan now. So I'll still buy it at the 115. It's a good loan. It's not a bad loan at all. It's a VA loan. I'll, I'll take it sub to 115 because I don't, again, I don't believe the 109 appraisal. But listen for the surprise that we get from the seller. So now it's kind of cool and I don't want to give the surprise away, but it really, it really does teach us. And, and, and when you listen to this, this is something that this is the takeaway. It teaches us that sellers are smarter than we give them credit for. And motivated sellers are motivated sellers, okay? I mean, you guys are going to think, man, this is just like cutting butter with a hot knife. I mean, it's, I can do that. That's easy. But, if, but to understand the conversations that we're having with the seller and how we're pacing him and mimicking him and our tonalities and our embeds, if you start understanding all of that, we're allowing him to communicate with us by talking to him in a language he can understand. But the surprise is pretty incredible at the very end or very in the middle of it. And um, we're falling forward. And it's a, great, it's a great call that I wanted to share. I hope you guys enjoy. These are the ones that make it all worth listening to on the way to work or the way home or you know, sitting in bed or wherever you guys listen to these things. Because this is real life, real life stuff. Life, not live, but life. You can too. I mean, you can, you can be these Alexes and these Gabriels. And if you wanted to jump into real estate investing, you could do this too. So... Just understand that it's possible and keep in mind this this property is thousands of miles away from my office. We'll never see it. Here here's the call. Have fun. Hello, is this Robert? It is. Sorry, my phone's being weird, just storm blowing through. No, that is perfectly fine. Robert, I received um the phone calls that you had um had called me today. I see a couple of them. We were actually in a meeting all day. And actually about this property, so unfortunately I wasn't able to answer the phone calls, but now I have the time to return them. Um, so like I had said, the meeting that we were in today was actually about your property. Um, and I just wanted to update you, and I did want to ask, um, did, did you just buy this property in September of 2014? Approximately then, yes. Approximately then. How much did you buy it for? About what I'm selling it to you guys for. About what you're selling it to us for, so the 115. Well, a little more than that, actually. It was about about 120. About 120. All yeah. right. And pretty much here's why I'm asking, um, because we did have to do our homework, and you had mentioned to us that you believe the property to be worth 160. Um, and when we did our homework, right. that's what we found the value of the house to be as well. Um, and we did also send an appraiser out there that we had to pay for, um, and the real estate broker, um, actually the real estate broker agreed, but the appraiser came back 
and it didn't show us the value of anywhere close to what we thought the property to be. They actually thought it to be worth around 109000 and we do not agree with their appraisal at all. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all either. I got just appraised like six months ago. Yeah. Um, so like I said, we don't agree with that. I really don't want to go off of that. And we still do very much want to buy the house. Um, but the challenge that we're going to be going against um, to buy the property is that we're buying it for cash. And when I take it to the board, when they see the appraisal that has come back, it's going to be, you know, they're not going to approve it because we're buying it cash. And um, I don't know if I could, but if I can push it through and get it to them to move forward, we would be looking to do it in a subject two. What's that? Subject two um, is, let's see here, when we take over the mortgage. Now, you've mentioned that before, but I don't really, I'm not 100% sure how you guys work. So I'm going to ask a couple questions about that process. Of course. So when you take over the mortgage, does the mortgage get switched over to your name? And, I mean, basically, if you don't pay it, does that negatively affect my credit score? I definitely understand. Not, not saying the, you won't, but. Right, I definitely understand. Um, and we can, um, from the beginning, I've I've noticed that, you know, your credit is a big thing to you, as it should be to everyone else. Um, we will be making the payments monthly. Um, pretty much what it is is that instead of paying the existing loan off now, we take over the loan and continue to make the payments on it and pay it off when we either resell it um, or we've paid off the property completely. We've paid you off completely. Okay, so but if it's let's say you don't or you guys forget to pay it one month, whose credit does that affect? You're right. That would uh, affect yours. Um, and you know, there's no way of us really assuring you, other than that we do want to purchase this property and we are going to be fronting up this money. We're already asking the lenders. We've already invested, you know, what we put into the appraisal, and it may not seem like much, but it actually is. It's it's um, summing up, and it's summing up fast is what it's doing. Um, and okay, I wish there but then, like, is there, like, some kind of basically protection on my end so you guys can't just take over the mortgage and then sell it and then dump the mortgage back to me? Well, what would be protecting you is that um, the goal for us, you know, purchasing this property is that we would pay it off, um, pay off you, essentially. You would become our lender, um, and what our goal would be is for us to resell the property and, you know, make a gain off of that. So we would be right. losing out on that, and that's what would be the thing protecting you. Okay, so basically if I did this, if we did that and then we uh, – and then down the road whenever you sell it, uh, basically at that point when you sell it, the mortgage is completely paid off at that point? That's right. Or – that's okay. when we get paid. So we won't get paid until we pay you. Okay. And will I, I mean, will I be notified at that point whenever that happens as well? Oh, of course, of course. Um, and and we can set up. Let's see here. What is this? We we would also be um making the payments. Let me think here. Um. Let me clear out. And the monthly mortgage payments are around 800 you said, and they're uh, current, correct? Uh, Yeah, they're all current, but they're escrowed, so that's uh, uh, mortgage plus insurance plus taxes, all that stuff. So, uh, PITI. Yeah. Yeah, 
Okay. So, it's, I mean, the actual mortgage is less than that, but. The actual mortgage is less than that. All right. But, cool. yeah, you guys would obviously have to pay the taxes, too, and then insurance probably, although you guys might be able to get a cheaper insurance policy. Right. Um, and, I, and I do want you to completely understand what the subject to is. I know you had concerns about it earlier. Um, <clears throat> give me just one second, and I'm going to grab my supervisor. He's a little bit better at explaining this than I am, okay? Okay. That would be um, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, hold me one. hold on for me one second. Hello, this is Gabriel. Hi. I just uh, wanted to know a little bit more about that process before I move forward on it since I'm not really sure what that means, you guys taking over the mortgage legally and all that stuff. Absolutely. It follows the same process. And uh, this is uh, Robert? Yes, sir. All right, Robert. Yeah, we haven't we haven't talked. In, uh, I don't think we've been on the phone together yet. Um, again, my name is Gabriel, and so you have questions about uh, Ryan's proposal on uh, purchasing the property subject to the existing loan. That's correct. I just don't know really what that means. Okay. Uh, well, it's very simple, you know, because well, there, there's different ways of buying a property. Um, one of right. our most common ways is just cash. That's easy and everybody understands. You know, we take a bunch of cash over to the closing attorney's office and what they do with that cash yeah. is just send it over to the lender and, and it's all done. Another right. way that we could do it is instead of taking all that cash into the closing attorney's office so that they can just simply send it to the lender, is we leave that loan in place. It's still secured by the property. And we just continue to make the monthly payment on it right. until okay. we resell it. Um, so that allows us to be able to move forward and buy your house so that you can sell it to us uh, without having to invest all those funds and making it worthwhile, even if we can't turn around and sell it for what we thought we could to begin with when we agreed to buy it. And that's right. what's coming in. And the only reason why we're still pursuing this, to be honest with you, is because <clears throat> I completely disagree with that appraisal. Um, yeah, me too. I just got it appraised six months ago. Did you? Was it an actual appraisal? Yeah, it was an official appraisal for 159000 Okay. I still have it. I mean, you do? Yeah. If you guys want it, I could certainly send it to you. That'd be great. Yeah, we could certainly use that. You know, we can certainly use that. Uh, um, it's the same plan. You know, from day one, oh, yeah. whenever we we speak to our our, our sellers, <clears throat> and there's no hiding anything. You know, we'd like to buy your house at a price to where we can turn around and sell it and make a gain. Oh, yeah. So there's no hiding any of that. And so we do believe that we can actually buy your house and. Uh, you know, we're going to obviously go in there and do some, some uh, invest some more money in it and do a little uh, upkeeping or, or upgrading or refreshing it up, whatever yeah. it is, and then oh. to try to make a gain. So we still want to go with that plan. And so back to the question as to what is subject to, <clears throat> we simply buy the house. The process is the same. It goes through the professionals legally. You know, you go through the closing attorney, same closing attorney. They do the same uh, title search, make sure everything on title is okay, that the only lien against it is that loan. It does transfer right. title. We now own it. Um, we do have insurance on it. It's Everything is pretty, it's the same thing. The only thing is instead of us taking that, that sack of cash so that they can just send it forward to the lender, we leave that loan in place. We make the monthly payment 
while we do what we need to do, which is fix it up and resell it. When we resell it, um, our new buyer brings in whatever we agreed to sell it to them for. They take it to a new, you know, it's a new escrow, uh, possibly with the same attorneys. It doesn't really matter. Uh, so they, the, our new buyer brings in their funds. From those funds, the attorney takes the amount still owed to your lender. At that point, pays them off, and we keep the difference. Okay, and then would I be notified at that moment that basically that mortgage has been paid off? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that could that could be. In fact, this is something that we need to work together on, Robert. I mean, it's a it's absolutely. a the marriage, if you would. Okay, because the loan remains in you know remains in place, so it remains in your name until we actually resell it. Uh, so we want to make sure that everything is good, that we take care of you. Um, if we need to get a hold of the lender, we'll be calling Robert up and say, hey, Robert, you know, they won't talk to us, but uh, we're ready to sell, to sell it. Can you please okay. call them up and tell them to send us a yeah. payoff statement? Um, who is your yes. insurance company? Can we talk to them so that we can add ourselves as additionally insured? Uh, God forbid something happens, but if something happens to the property, um, you know, we'd like to be protected on whatever interest we have on it. So Absolutely. it's a marriage. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, basically my my question is when, I mean, my biggest concern was that when you guys close, after, when you guys sell it for your profit, when you close on it, basically just like I'm notified that, hey, it's now sold. It's going to, you know, basically disappear off your credit now. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, that's yeah. all I want to know is just basically be informed on that. So as long as I'm gonna be informed on that, then that's fine. And I, I okay. can absolutely send you that old appraisal. I'll just gonna go on my computer, find it, and send it to you. Like I said, I, let, uh, did I get it? It was November. Okay, let's do that. Are you all packed and ready to go to your next place? Oh, I'm already there. You're already there. Okay, so that house is now vacant. Uh, my wife is still technically living in it for another week, okay. week or two, okay. but until okay. she finishes up her work there, and then she'll come out here. <clears throat> well, we, yeah. we definitely but need to be. Anytime you guys want to close, you can close as soon as possible. She's already got a friend that she's going to that uh, she can stay at. So we're definitely fantastic. looking to close as soon as you guys can. So. Okay. Well, fantastic. Then let's move forward. Let's so let's commit to doing two things on your end, please. See if you can find that appraisal. Send it over to us. You got our email. And what we're going to do is what is called, um, you know, I was going to do an amendment, which basically says, hey, we're going to make these changes to our contract. Let me do this. Let me just send you a fresh contract um, because the wording on, on the subject two is very crucial. We need to be on the same page. So I'm just going to write a new or have Ryan write a new purchase agreement. Send that over to you. You do work through emails, right? So it's pretty easy for you to take that, sign it, and get it back to us. Yeah, that'll okay. be really easy for me. Um, so when one. so on this uh, um, new agreement, then mm-hmm. basically there's no uh, legal fees or attorney fees or tax stamp money coming out of my pocket at quote our closing. It'll be the same deal we had before, Robert. Okay. It'll be the it'll be the same deal we had before. Before we said, hey, we are going to pay for the closing, the escrow, the title, uh, the tra- the transfer. We're paying for everything. The only thing Robert will need to do is send in nine hundred bucks, and we're going to cover the rest of it. Okay. Okay. 
So, so it'll be the same deal. As a matter of fact, if you look at your purchase agreement that we sent you before, it actually has it on there. The first yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure cash. because we were changing yeah. the way we were we were purchasing it. That wasn't going to change. No, that's and that I'm not going to incur any. I'm not going to incur any fees when you guys Additional sell the fees. house for profit. Nope, nope. It's a okay. it's a it's the same sale. We end up actually owning the property. Okay. Right. And if you look at the purchase agreement, instead of having the very first box that says all cash, it'll move that down to saying subject to the existing financing. And it'll talk about that. So that's the only thing. And we keep you abreast of it. And of course, we're not going anywhere. You can call us at any point if you have questions on it. Um, Absolutely. The only thing that does work is, is uh, we need to make sure that the lender is okay with it. And that, what that means is we're not we're not going to go in there and asking for permission. We're just going to send them their their monthly payment. Right. Okay. So that's that's what we're doing. We're just the lender with as well as Fargo, so they're pretty common. I'm sure you guys have probably dealt with them before. Yes, and you know the lenders. Uh, now there is a due on sale clause in every one of the loans, so it, that's why it's important that we do it correctly. I mean, every loan out there okay. pretty much now is has a due on sale clause, and what that says is, hey, Robert, uh, you can't sell this without without uh, um, you paying us off or us agreeing on it. If you do, okay. then we do have the option of saying no. Pay us in full right now. It's called a due on sale clause. Um, you you know we do need to make sure you're aware of that. But as long as your monthly payment comes in, um, you know I still haven't had a lender say no. I don't want the monthly payment and I don't want the interest rate anymore. Yeah, I've, I don't have that clause in my mortgage. I'm pretty sure, so shouldn't be a problem. But if you could just uh, let Alex know that I am going to email because I'm pretty sure the email I send things to that I have for you guys is hers. So she'll be getting that appraisal for me probably in the next half hour. Okay. And we'll get you that uh, new purchase agreement right away too. And okay. open up the uh you know, to send it, it over to the closing attorney as soon as you get it back to us and then move forward. Okay. And do you know any any projected closing dates yet or it doesn't take too long after that. The time consuming part of it is actually getting our appraiser out there because they're pretty busy and then going yeah. through our research and after that yeah unless the attorney finds something wrong you know if he finds that oh you know what uh robert and he had a ex-wife that shows up there or there's other limbs uh-huh. you know you know anything that that that, that yeah, kind of dirties the title then that will delay things other than that um you know, I, I can, you know, maybe you said your wife is able to get out, be out within oh, a week yeah, or so. Any, okay. any, any day. She could technically be out there tomorrow if she wanted to. The only thing okay. in there is a blow-up mattress and, and a, okay. a little baby for her. So. Shouldn't shouldn't be more than, you know, maybe at most a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, we could, you know, we could definitely try to get it done as fast as the attorney. It's as fast as the attorney can get it all done. We okay. have, we have, you know, we have no reason to stall it anymore. We already got yeah. what we needed. Unfortunately, it's not what we wanted. We got what we needed, not what we wanted. But uh, let's yeah. move forward I on mean, it then. Absolutely. All right, I'll send that okay. out. And as soon as I get that uh, thing from you, I'll print it off, sign it, and send it back. Although, depending on when you guys close, you might not get that till tomorrow morning. 
That's fine. Okay. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Frank. sir. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.